Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck, and the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally here, and the glorious month of October has fallen upon us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. you creatures of the night to yet another rendition of halloween horror if you're following us up until this point you will know that this is just a daily podcast we're doing to give you a movie suggestion every day as we move throughout october and get closer and closer to halloween so this is now october 21st so we've been doing this now for three full weeks and every day has been a different suggestion in the horror genre because maybe you aren't as um excited about horror movies throughout the the rest of the year you're not watching them as much but as you get to october and halloween you are more receptive to some suggestions so hopefully we can give you one that you'll like and you will check out as sort of a caveat though uh, what we've been doing this year is every suggestion has been a movie from a different year in horror history we started october 1st with a movie from 1989 october 2nd was a movie from 1988 and then so on and so forth. We're going to go backwards in time all the way until Halloween, where it'll be a movie from 1959. So you can check that out to see how maybe the horror genre has evolved over time. But where does that leave us today? We are on October 21st, as I said, but that's going to bring us into the 60s. Yesterday, we did a movie from 1970. We did The Bird with the Crystal Plumage by Dario Argento, an Italian film. And for today, we are going to do a film from 1969. This is also a foreign film that we will be doing. We'll be doing the 1969 Czechoslovakian dark comedy horror film based on the novel, as well by Václav Fuchs. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. The Cremator. That is the the name of this film, and it is the the same name as the novel that came out. The screenplay was written by Hertz, who was the director, and Fuchs, who was the author of the novel, so they wrote that together uh, to bring it to the screen. It was selected as a Czechoslovakian entry for the best foreign language film at the 42nd Academy Awards, but was not accepted as a nominee. In 1972, it won the Festival des San des Stigs uh, Best Film Award, where it also received awards. But it was, you know, it's been kind of recognized, as you can see right there, for some of its criti critical success. But if you've never heard of The Cremator, 
It is a Czechoslovakian film, as I said, 1969, uh, as a little, I guess, uh, what else was going on in the world. Um, Czechoslovakian, uh, Czechoslovakia uh, in January of 93 actually split up into two sovereign states. So now it's Czech Republic and Slovakia, in case you didn't know that. Um, just a little insight now, the Czechoslovakia um, does not exist. It was split into two sovereign states. But I digress. The Cremator at the time was made in Czechoslovakia. Uh, and the film actually revolves around, um, as you can imagine, a crematorium, but it's set in Central Europe during World War II. So it's in the past. And Demented Cremator believes cremation relieves earthly suffering and sets out to save the world. That is just a very basic synopsis of the movie. It goes into much deeper ideas. Um, I, I do kind of find this one to be a hidden cult classic. I'll say cult. I think there is quite a bit of a following for it. I would guess definitely in like uh, the Czech Republic or Slovakia, this was part of the Czech uh, new wave at the time, film movement. And it is actually as part of the Criterion Collection. The Criterion Collection, again, is uh, a film series that will recognize masterpieces of sorts or religious movies that are have a significant impact on culture. And this is a part of that. And I just think this one, even to, to my knowledge, really kind of goes under the radar as a film in general and really a horror one. And that's, that's something to bring up. I think some people view this as a comedy, a dark comedy and a drama. Um, I know depending on where it was viewed in certain cultures, uh, some people saw it as a straight comedy and uh, listening to some of the director's thoughts on this movie and, and his influences. Again, it's based based on a novel. When he was looking to create this and, and turn it into a movie, he really uh, watched a lot of horror films. And even though he, he was saying at the time it was kind of looked down upon to kind of use those influences for maybe the Czechoslovakian New Wave films, but that was kind of his, his inspiration when he was making these. And he kind of sees it as more of a horror film than sort of a, a dark comedy. But he did say he likes genre films, especially horror, because... He saw them as easier opportunities to include macabre imagery and eroticism, uh, which he liked, and those can be hard to do in drama films. He also then went on to say uh, he put a lot of comedy into some of the scenes or tried to make them light because he didn't want to fixate so much on the horror elements or the chilling elements of this film. So he kind of peppered in some of the comedic elements, I guess, to create some sort of that catharsis. So the comedy elements were intentional as well, but I think some people take it as being a full-on comedy, but I can kind of see this as being more of a horror, dark thriller type movie. I think what really brings this movie into notoriety, not notoriety, that's not the right word. Notoriety means bad, but uh, into uh, discussion for being kind of like a, a hidden masterpiece of sorts is the cinematography and the editing throughout this film, even the score for this movie. The editing is really well done uh, and done in, in different ways to convey different emotions and even transitions. Uh, I think to go from, from scene to scene that it's very seamless and you have to kind of like pause for a second and maybe even for, uh, try to recollect, you know, what scene you were just in, what was just occurring to kind of place yourself in, in, in time and space. Um, but it's really kind of seamless. And, and that, that seems uh, really well done. And a lot of the techniques that were used for the camera, I, I do think in the way it was shot, or I could be even seen used today in, in modern movies seen as contemporary. I, so I think it ages well um, in a lot of what it does. And it's black and white. That's something to to convey as well. It's black and white. So in 69, you had color film, but this movie is completely shot um, in black and white. 
this is pretty thematically dense. You'll get that with horror movies. I've said I've liked that um, in the past. Um, this movie and story deals a lot with the rise of Nazism uh, and collaborations among Czechs during World War II. The Nazi ideology caused many German-descended Czech citizens to side with Nazis during occupations. Early in the film, while it's stored by a painting, um, one of our characters spots one of Adolf, uh, one of Adolf Hitler's, and says he has a noble face. Uh, and it kind of deals with with those ideas. Um, and the Nazis and the Third Reich government feature so heavily in this film and are the main focus. They are never referred to actually by their actual name, just as the party. Um, so that is something to bring up. Although. Uh, she never speaks. Death is also a character in this movie portrayed uh, by Helena Anovzi. Uh, she appears in the background in scenes that relate to death in some way, or the main character is grappling with his conscience. So that is always a prevalent image you will see within the cremator. The film relies heavily on black comedy revolving around death and cremation hurts. The director noted that he tried to distill the frightening scenes with humor because it lightens the horror horror. Humor is also a way to keep it from being censored by the Czechoslovakian government. The director intentionally combined horror with humor for that reason. But that is the cremator for 1969, but it wasn't the only horror movie that came out uh, in 1969. There was also blind beasts, the house that screamed Frankenstein must be destroyed. Horrors of malformed men, night gallery and Venus and furs, not the, Velvet Underground song, but the movie Venus and Furs, or just some other ones that happened. And whatever happened to Aunt Alice was another one. I kind of find that interesting. I think during like the 60s and 70s, that type of title was fairly common. Like, what have you done to Solange? Was an Italian giallo film. Whatever happened to Aunt Alice? Um, even Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? I got to think when that came out. But that was like, I just feel like a, a popular type of title for movies at the time. And I wonder kind of what originated those. But anyway, those are some of the movies that came out in 1969. In otherworldly events outside of the horror genre, there was the moon landing. The first man has landed on the moon on the Apollo 11 mission by the United States. And Neil Armstrong and Edwin Buzz Aldrin became the first humans to set foot on the moon. And the famous words, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, will became part of our history. As well, Woodstock attracts more than 350,000 rock and roll fans. Atlanta International Pop Festival on July 4th attracts 100,000 fans. Isle of Wight Festival attracted an audience of approximately 150,000. So a big a year for live music. I think Woodstock being the biggest one that is remembered for occurring in 1969. It occurred from August 15th to August 18th. That one, again, is said approximately 500,000 people came to watch, 35 performers, including Joan Baez, Santana, The Grateful Dead, CCR, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and Crosby, Still, Nash & Young, among a few. And there's many more that I, I could list, but that's the, the bigger ones at this point. So that was what was going on in the world. If you're looking to watch um, this movie, I was having trouble really finding it on any sort of streaming service. And I couldn't really find it on Amazon Prime or Shudder, for that matter. And I don't think it's seen as many people would say it's a straight horror. So it probably won't show up on Shudder ever, I would assume. But it is in the Criterion Collection, so I know it's available to purchase there. It might be on the streaming channel, uh, the Criterion channel, if you have that. But you can at least purchase it from there. So that is what I will leave you for today, October 21st, 1969. We're going to be moving into 
1968 tomorrow, where we'll be kind of rolling into the 60s now and seeing what uh, the horror genre has in store for us there. But until next time, I'm Matt Johnson, and I'll remain in the shadows. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday.